Welcome to the Mojo Market Report. Here's your hosts, Dave Sturgio and Chris Gucci. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode and edition and chapter of the Mojo Market Report right here on a Thursday. It is Dave Sturgio, it is Chris Gucci, and of course, A5, Anthony behind the glass here at Chop Studios. Hope everybody's doing good. I hope everybody's doing well. Guess what, everybody? The waiting is over. The NBA is back in action tonight. We'll get into that in a little bit. A lot of surprise cuts happened in the NFL yesterday. As Anthony reminded me today, he's like, by the way, guys, the combine is in a week. Mm. So all of a sudden, we are bang, right back into football. I love that. Uh, it felt wrong not talking football. It, to you know, We talk football every day. You don't day, watch like, the combine, do you? I do. I watch the underwear Olympics is what they call them because it's these guys that are running these crisp routes and throwing these balls it's 65, un- 70 yards down the field, but they're all doing it in Under Armour and no pads. I can't watch the combine because, again, just like most things in, in the modern day, we get it all cut up for you nice and good uh, in, in social media. So there's really no reason for me to go there and just listen to like the Rich Eisen podcast. But in, in I love Rich form, Eisen. I love him too. <laughs> but the Rich Eisen show? show is good. The Rich Eisen, I have to sit here and pander to the commercial breaks. I and think the, I, I just right. t- it's, t- it's a I'll, tough I'll watch. I'll explain it like it's this. A tough watch. I think the Combine is a good background thing to have on. Like t- at our studio, yeah. like we'll throw Deal. it on and then, it'll, you know, 100%. bang anybody that we're like, oh, I know that guy. Let's see what but he I'm can do. But I'm not like, yo, but like, all you right, guys, some, you going to come over to watch the combine? There's some certain things that I don't really get behind. Like, ah, did you hear about this guy's hand size, foot size, calf size? See, honestly, like, those oh, are the types of things on. that I do care about. Re- yeah. Well, yeah. well, clearly, you know, there's been guys that have been touted as have disability here or, or wrong there or this that and like they wind up being stars so it's yeah, like i mean who cares? look it's the combine they got to make a story out of anything i honestly just i think it's cool because some people get to make a name for themselves and get paid sure. over the week but then conversely some people kind of ruin their their paycheck by having a bad showing at the combine this is why some of these guys don't run and they don't want to show things and they don't want to do the broad jump smart. and they don't want to you know smart. It's, it, i mean i guess if you're touted already to be a first round pick sure if you can but do like, nothing but hurt your chances by doing bad don't give the nfl teams anything ever to be able to throw in your face and use against you because they they will what about all right so combine is a spectacle what about pro days do you, do you, like, agree with the participation in pro days? Like, let's just, for instance, Anthony Richardson decides, I don't want to go to the Combine, too much attention over there, but if you want to come to the Florida Pro Day, I'll show out on my own field. Look, I think it's it's up to the player and his agent and his, and his I guess, coach at the time, college coach, to figure out what the best approach is, but yeah. it's up to them. I, I have no issue with a guy doing this or doing that or not doing this or not doing that. It's their career, and if they get, are getting good advice – on somebody saying, hey, you're you're in a really good spot. I see you at a top 20 pick right now. You know, if you go out there and you throw a couple bad balls, you might get a you might be in the back of the second round. So conversely, there are guys that are supposed to be in the fourth and the fifth round and they absolutely dominate. And all of a sudden you're starting to hear whispers that they could be first round picks. That's what happens at the combine as well. So look, a lot of owners, obviously all the owners, all the GMs, they're all present next week for the combine. We'll preview some of that stuff next week because, again, it's right here and it's in front of us. We'll talk NFL in a minute. But first, like I said, the NBA is back tonight in action. Uh, A full slate of games. I know a lot of people were bloodthirsty for this over the last couple days over on the socials. Uh, They wanted the NBA. Yesterday would have been a really good day to come back because there was literally nothing. Um, But 
today's the day. And uh, there's a couple games I definitely want to look into. I do want to say that I just read an article on the old ESPN, uh, ESPN.com, reporting that Steve, uh, Stephen Curry will be reevaluated and probably will miss another week or so. Mm-hmm. I asked the question, I begged the question to you, and I looked at his stock. He's the second highest guard rated on the Mojo market, which is great. Great position for him to be in. This injury has not messed with his overall stock at all because mm-hmm. he is Curry after all. But what I will ask you is the Warriors are 29 and 29. Mm-hmm. They're 5 and 5 in their last 10. They're basically playing 500 ball across the board, right? This guy misses another week. They're right now they're hovering around like the eight, nine, ten seed, right? I mean, so like, is this, is this like, yo, get your butt back in there and get on the court because we might miss the playoffs, or is this precautionary tale? We'll go on our run towards the end. Well, they're looking like at least a playing right now, but it's it is jumbled in the, you know, it's a big game tonight. They got the Lakers. The Lakers could close a little distance, and it's tar- turning into the playoff stretch run right now. It is uh, a lot of decent teams, but. I think the Warriors will probably be safe getting into at least a playing game. And the Timberwolves, look, the the back end of the Western Conference, anything could happen right now. The Mavericks, they're not playing well right now. And even though they added Kyrie, they did lose some of their depth. That's another game so, I'm looking, uh, looking forward to. And that's all they- the way up to the sixth seed. I feel like everything five and above is clear and free and clear. They're going to definitely make the playoffs. And I think the Mavericks are almost a clear playoff team, too. But Pelicans on down. Yeah, everybody's yeah, Pelicans, gotta, the Timberwolves, they're, they're everybody's right. got to win those but games. But they're within a game. games. They're winning a game in the five seed. The, t- the West is tight the right West now. Is, is exactly. Even the Lakers still have a chance. You know, they just made some additions. See how that materializes LeBron down LeBron James, but he went out on record and said that these next 23, 24 games are the biggest games of his career. He wants to make sure that his legacy is is, is, is intact and he wants to get to the playoffs. I mean, it's good for him to look at it that way. It's not, but... I mean, speaking of his legacy, I don't know if you know this, but there are mock drafts that are starting to come out for Bronny uh, for his draft class, and he's projected to be a top 10 pick. So I'm very curious to know. Right, exactly. <laughs> I I don't know how good he is. I haven't really watched him play. I don't play. think he's that. Um, mm. I haven't really dove into the LeBron lineage of basketball players. But I will say they want to play together. So it, it begs me to question, do you think that LeBron goes do, do to – Do they want to play together? I mean, 100%. That's why he's in the league. Or does still. LeBron want to play with Bronny? I don't know if I'm wanting to play with dad – Honestly, like, <laughs> no, no, you're better than me, bro. It's like you're LeBron, I'm Bronny. It's like, thanks for the you don't think Br- LeBron James could beat his son one on one right now? He would completely dominate him. What LeBron would, yeah, yeah. So then, what, what do you mean? Like, so what? it's like, I wouldn't want to be, you know, it's like you're the why would 20- you want to play against him then? How rare would it be? Could you imagine if uh, T Morant was better than Jean Morant? Yeah, I mean that, that sucks. <laughs> you know, it's like having a having your dad be better than you at basketball in the NBA, and then the the realistic expectation of the if you're a ten if you're a top ten pick, you might be a bust. You know, like you got to actually come out there and perform. I can never be a my lot dad. of stacked up against Bronny right now. A one lot. on one on one against my dad, my whole life. Skyhook, he killed me. I couldn't block it. There's no way. I don't think I've ever lost to my dad in one-on-one in basketball. Oh, you know what, dude? You're so full of baloney. There's definitely a chance but, that you lost but I'm to your being dad. Honest, I'm being honest. I am not the, uh, the basketball player by any stretch. I know. I, I saw will, you warm I up will, that one time, I, that charity game we worked Oh, out. first of all, you didn't hit a single shot Oh, either. I was making it rain out there. Are you kidding Bro, there's me? there's video, so there's not even a chance that, that you hit de- a shot. There's definitely video wide. of it, of not, me uh, just making it. Dr- I was wet <laughs> from the three-point line. I don't line. think Dave knows the, under, the, with the meaning of the term wet. 
Let me tell you something. You were sweating. Right. You were very that, sweaty. You didn't let me finish. Yeah. I was drenched because I can't run up and down the court anymore. Uh, but anyway, I am looking forward to the Dallas Mavericks game tonight. San Antonio. San Antonio's obviously had a very disappointing season, but Dallas needs to keep winning. Yeah, they got a nice little home stretch coming I'm up. I'm curious so to know. they can put it together. Who? The Mavericks. Oh, I thought you meant San Antonio's because that's a lost cause. They're like 30 games under 500. No, no, um, the, but yeah, yeah, the Mavs. Tonight, as a matter of fact, there are some liquid props. And I think you guys need to um, definitely get interested in it because that's how you make some money on the regular, on the night time. And I'll just dive into a couple of them that are already listed actually right now before the market opens. How about that? Huh? They're on the ball over there today because they want people to get involved right now. You have to download the app. Very simple, very smooth. Look at that. It's just a smooth, smooth app that we have here. Um, they're focusing in on the Memphis Grizzlies and the Philadelphia 76ers game. So the way I look at this is is this. The, the liquid prop right now that I'm looking at is John Morant's points. Um, right now, whew, yeah, right now it, it's up, I think. I'm not. Look, I'm, I'm fading John Morant. Tonight. Yeah, well, that's anyway. what I'm saying. He's coming off a bad performance against. Um, I the mean, All-Star in the All Star game. game, and I know that nobody really cares about the All Star game. What I will say is, over the last two games against, uh, or just the one they played Philly once so far, he had 28 points that night. So that's the reason why you know if you look at his splits against other teams, like there's different, there's definitely a couple teams that the dude excels against. I don't know if Philadelphia is that team considering, you know, the defensive stature that they do have Embiid being underneath and just John Morant's more of a, a I, I understand he's a finesse guy, but he can also I'm gonna find kind of drive to the paint. I mean, stats here because I saw some interesting stats on on the Wizards. I mean, not the Wizards, the Grizzlies um, where they're yeah, right here. They're 20 and 17 against teams that would make the postseason this year and they're below 500 against teams that fit into that category in the West, obviously, mm. and then including to two and ten, two and ten facing teams that are would be a playoff team on the road right now. Philly is a playoff team. They're uh, they're home. Philly's home, and Memphis is on the road in this one. And Philly right now going into the All Star break. I don't know if there was a, be- a team playing better outside of the Bucks in the Eastern Conference. I'm going to fade John Morant based on those things right there. I think that they're going to struggle a little bit coming out of the gate. Phillies, like I said, they've been rocking, and it's a tough place to play on the road. They haven't been playing well on the road. They're the number two seed in the West, but I feel like there's some wolf tickets surrounding Memphis for sure. Well, I'm a big John Morant guy. I'm not sure if I'm playing that tonight, but what I will play is Joel Embiid. Um, Reason being, last time played Memphis, scored 35 points. Right now is what I'm looking at the mojo market. He's set at 32.4, so... I think Joel Embiid has, a, has himself a game. The last time I said that, the guy got hurt and he was out for the game. But uh, I, I honestly think Joel Embiid, who has had a pretty significant season, he always does. You know, the guy's shooting 63%. 63%, man. Like, so the guy, over the last five games at least, mm-hmm. um, he's, again, one of the best elite players in the NBA. And that's one of those, not, I don't want to say safe because everybody has their off nights, but that's one of the guys that I'm definitely focusing in on tonight as far as the Grizzlies in the 76ers game, clearly. Um, moving on to the Warriors and the Lakers is another one that you want to keep your eye on. Uh, Clay Thompson, two games against the Lakers. He's only scored 16, uh, he averages 16 and a half points. So when I look at Clay right now, um, today, I, I, I don't see it being his day. He's got an over under 24.27. 
You know, he's averaging 16 points. The Warriors are not playing the I'm, greatest basketball. I'm kind of fading Clay. I, I feel like the Splash Brothers have kind of yeah, well, haven't splashed a lot. I might actually <laughs> like, ride it. I think that it's a little elevated because I also think Wiggins is out, right? I know, sure. I know Steph Curry, we just talked yeah. about that he's out and going to be reevaluated at the end of the week. But mm. Wiggins is out with, a, I think, an illness or something like that. So that might be why the, the Clay Thompson prop is a little bit up. And with no other guard, not that they don't have another guard, I also think um, Jordan Poole might be out. So they're banged up. Or no, 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 it's Gary Payton's out. Pay, yeah. So Payton. they have three guards that are out. I think Clay Thompson's going to probably play 40 minutes, 45 minutes today. What about AD? Any feelings about AD? Two games against Gold State, he's averaging just 20 points. His over-under, his prop bet tonight is for 24 points. Do you think, are you in on Anthony Davis tonight against the Warriors? Yeah. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Okay. So it, again, Anthony, to me, you want to talk about a guy you can't even... If it's the most, it's, it's very hard to judge. If this is the most Davis important stretch of LeBron's career. Anthony Davis is on that team, yeah. and Golden State also. You know their splits; they're not that great on the road either. They're not. They're not. So those are your NBA liquid props. Uh, like I said, full slate of games tonight. We're excited about it. We'll go over some of the results tomorrow um, because of uh, you know it's going to be the weekend, and we have, actually have a list of props for you guys to bet over the weekend. So we're not going to leave you hanging high and dry on a Friday. We'll give you all that tomorrow. Uh, moving on to the NFL. A couple surprise things happened yesterday. Um, no franchise tag moves as of right now. Um, again, heavier rumors now circling for the Daniel Jones franchise tag. Heavier rumors now swirling for a Lamar Jackson franchise tag. These are the things that have to be done if you can't work out the long-term deal. Now, before we get into those guys, I do want to say that the Titans made some moves yesterday of significance. The reason why I say of significance is because they cut four players, two of them being guys that everybody knows and you know somewhat love. Uh, Taylor Luan, I know it doesn't really make much sense as far as the Mojo market is concerned, but the guy's been a member of the Titans since 2015. He's been there for seven, eight years. That's a long ter- a tenure there, but I think they wanted to move on. They knew the cap number was a little too high. The one that surprises me a little bit is that the Robert Woods experience did not uh, did not work out for the Titans or his time with the Titans. Um, based off the, the 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 moves that the Titans made yesterday, they're saving twenty seven million dollars against the cap. So that makes so, all the sense. In yeah. The world so now, now they're making some serious moves here. To be honest, though, and I said this yesterday, we were talking about this when he got cut. His mojo stock went up a little bit. Is this free Robert Woods season all of a sudden? Like, is he going to land somewhere where he's going to be a better role player? Because if you look at the Titans, you know they're a run first team. You know they had, you know, just different aspirations as far yeah, as an I offensive was surprised philosophy. That, I mean, it, obviously it's a financial thing, but I couldn't imagine that they were really binded down by Robert Woods' contract going into the season last year. Although he did come off of a nice, uh, a nice Rams career. He did. But Robert Woods, I thought, fit the Titans' philosophy really well because he's a one of the better run-blocking wide receivers in football, and he's got a willingness to do so. But for the reason his stock price went up is because the Titans just simply don't throw. I think they were the, the them and the Bears were neck-and-neck neck in the least passing attempts in the league this season. So, you know, if I'm a receiver, I don't want to be there at all, and I think it's a good spot for Robert Woods to now kind of go pick his team to, to finish out his career with. And he's going to be a good teammate. He's going to help out a locker room, I can promise you that, and he's going to help out a run game. Look, everywhere he's gone, they've been able to run the football. It's not because he's, you know, the cog in the offensive line, but it does help having that next level. And Robert Woods, maybe he'll have another season where he could have 40, 50 catches in a year, but nobody's going to sign him to come in and be a a guy. 
or the guy. So take a shot in the dark. Where's he go? Who needs a, a role playing receiver? Third, fourth guy hat on a hat. Good I know blocker. what you're thinking. I know what I'm thinking. I'm not would, thinking Dallas. I would take him. I would in too. A heartbeat, but I don't think as as a fit. Um, yeah, he's going to get a very small deal. It's impossible to predict. Maybe somewhere back out west because he's from you know I got USC. The, I got the Giants. No. I got the Giants with Robert Woods. Mm. They got nobody over there. I understand that they're building stars or they're trying to at least, but they got they need a name. They need a, a veteran presence. Yeah, but but I mean I get that, but they have some vets that have been there a little bit with Shep and and um, Slayton. I don't know how their contract. Shep even up. I don't think he's even he's gone. Is he? I or think he's. Think? I mean, his another think? injury, another ACL, back to back years. Um, Robert Woods is not fixing anything. I'm not saying he's fixing. That's anything. just I'm not saying a, he's a locker room guy I, at this point. He's a Jimmy Palumbo of the team. Maybe he goes back to the Rams. Maybe that could be a thing too. Uh, another interesting article I read yesterday on NFL.com is that the Raiders find themselves not as hard pressed as we, the media, think they are as far as finding a quarterback. Meaning. There could be a full year of Jared Stidham. Now, the reason why I find this interesting is, is there a chance that the Raiders, the Cardinals, these teams that, like, the Cardinals are in trouble because, obviously, Murray's out for half the year. Um, these teams that look like they might be bottom of the barrel going in. Now, look, going into last year, I said the Bears and the Seahawks would be the worst two teams in the league. I was right on the Bears. I was completely wrong on the Seahawks. So now you look at these guys going into this year, Bottom of the barrel teams, I feel like, are going to be the Texans, even if they add a couple pieces in the draft, right? Or even a free agency. The Texans will still be a, a relatively bad football team, I think. Um, the Raiders, if they don't do anything at quarterback, I don't know if Jared Stidham could compete in the West. Well, look, it says like the Raiders may ride with, well, they need to decide that quick. Quick. You got to, yeah. you got to figure it out. If that's going to be the, the plan going forward, then Jared Stidham needs to be handed the keys and the offseason needs to be his. But I, I just can't see that. You know, that that might also just be either A, bad PR or good PR. It depends on what their angle is. Mm. But I don't really know that there is an angle of this in the modern day in the media age. Like, go get a quarterback. You need one. Jared Stidham's a backup. Newsflash. I mean, he was not listed as a backup last year. In Jimmy his last G? Week. Full Jim circle with, with McDaniels? It could be a thing. It yeah, could absolutely be a thing. The system. I don't know that it's a help, but I think Jimmy G belongs in a system where the Jets would be a fit. Somewhere you need a good defense. I think the after, 49ers. After, yeah, after looking around the league for a Jimmy G market, I, I, I am wholeheartedly in on option number three for the New York football Jets. I am. Because I think that if you miss out on Rodgers and if Carr decides to go to New safe. Orleans, it's a safe thing. He's a good dude. He fits the mold of New and, York, and Jimmy GQ, New Zach York Wilson City. This dude out, will be a hero. If Zach Wilson turns out good. You already know how Jimmy G is handling that situation. Are the Jets prepared to unleash Jimmy G and Zach Wilson out on the town in one night together? Bro, My God. The idea that Zach Wilson <laughs> is is some is some party animal. It's like painting the I town. I mean, he's from... Well, not Brigham Young. Where is he? Where is he? BYU, right? Yeah. <laughs> he's not even allowed to drink coffee in college. <laughs> Well, then, whatever. But I think that Jimmy G is tailor-made for a system where he could hand the ball off, he could sling it to his playmaking receivers, he could hit the underneath routes. He's not going to light up the 350, 400, 500 club every game. But Jimmy G, to me, has proven that he can win in this league. And that was with the 49ers. So if you look at the Jets, who look to me that they're ready to win now, I think they're a quarterback away, no? 
with Brees Hall coming back. And I understand, look, it could I be. did hear some flack coming back from Brees Hall, considering he's coming back from a, a, a significant knee injury. The dude was on pace to be rookie of the year. So, like, my thoughts and my hype on a Brees Hall. This star, Brees Hall was one of the first guys we talked about on this show yeah, because I mean, of the hype and what he's been doing. So, I think him coming back and him getting healthy, dude, sky is the limit for Brees Hall. If you're in the yeah. mojo market right now, Brees Hall should be definitely 1,000% in your portfolio. 100%. I would, 1,000%. I mean, maybe it's not. a bigger percent. I would say yes. He should be. If you're investing in football players in the offseason, I would be invested in Brees Hall. Um but there's a lot of NBA guys right now that I want to put my money in. <laughs> so you're spreading around the NBA, which is it's logistics. We're doing it. Um, all right. So Cynthia Freeland uh, wrote a big article on um, the headline is restructure or release. Right. So like this is the uh, you know, debate as to who might get a nice new deal or, you know, team friendly deal or just outright cut. Goodbye. Thanks for everything. The top of this list is Zeke. We talked about him already. Um, scouts coming out saying he has like dead legs or no legs left. Like I don't, I don't he's buy done. into yep. any of that. No legs left yep. stuff. He's still an athlete after well, all. He has legs. We see him. But yes, <laughs> clearly, physically. Yes, um, they're, they're just there. not. They're they're not going to be anything better than the tune of three point three yards per carry. It's it's unfortunate, but yes, I mean he is a short yardage guy now. We talked a little bit expression. yesterday about Jamal Williams, him being the same guy as Zeke right now, and and the price differential is like. $14 million different of what these guys are making per year. So maybe, look, do I think that the Cowboys can say, Zeke, here, here's league minimum. You can you can hang with us for the rest of time. We're going to cut up everything, and this is your new deal. Do I think that Zeke would sit there and be like, sure, I'll do that? No, nope. I, I don't think so. Everybody's got an agent, man. Like, these guys, you know, the they're all is, trying to get paid. What, what I see ended up happening here is Zeke ends up signing that same exact deal like right as camp starts or right as the season's about to start, he's not even on a team, and it's like Zeke, Zeke, Zeke. What is Zeke gonna do? It could be get he could get Des Bryant out of the league by now. We don't know how this is gonna go with Zeke. He, That's you, another thing that that when wow, you're a running what a back comparison. and you fall off, you're done, bro. You know? Yeah, like, when the Dallas like, Cowboys like, oh, part ways, have him, he won't take a pay cut. He's gonna have to take a pay cut to go somewhere else because no other team is gonna offer Zeke two million. So if he wants to stick around with his best friend and not move out of Dallas, like these are the things you're gonna have to do. And again, as a as a fan of the team, I love Ezekiel Elliott. Got a fat head in my man attic, right? Like I, this huge Zeke thing. I'm a big, big fan of Zeke and Dak and, and all these kids that they brought in in 2016. But the time is running out for him to it's over. do big things. And you think it's over? I think it's over. Just oh, I'm never gonna bring myself to say, "Yep, cut him." I don't. I know. No, listen, no. I know the real thing. Guys, Tony Pollard. Thing. Tony Pollard you, was the better rusher on the you, team. For all you Cowboys fans out there, it's a good thing Dave is not running the thing because he would not cut Zeke, and Zeke needs to get cut. Needs it. Needs to get cut. You know it. God, you know it. I know just, it. They all know it. Zeke's got to go, and it's not even like Zeke wasn't productive. We we were looking at the stats the other he, day. He had a great career. That career is over. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Solid yeah. career. And you, I mean, would you say Zeke is a Hall of Famer? No. Sucks, but no. Then it will will a running back ever make the Hall of Fame again? Will a running back ever make the Hall of Fame again? Yeah. Will, will, who's, who's active in the league right now Whew. that's going to make the Hall of Fame if Zeke's not? Like, who's going to accumulate? Christian McCaffrey. Okay, maybe. What if he plays one more year? I mean, longevity is a thing, but... I mean, looking around the league. Is Beast Mode a Hall of Famer? Nope. 
It's a shame he should be. Right, but, that speech would be but amazing. <laughs> let's let's go. Let's let's talk about it. I mean, we could we could have continue this no, I'm debate. Curious. Like, oh, no, I'm curious. No, I'm looking around the league right now. Is there anybody that's Derek burst Henry. onto the scene? Derrick Henry. Adrian Peterson's out of the league, but those are two. And I would say Derrick Henry is almost a, a surefire thing at this point. Yeah. But, but if you look at the stats, aren't they similar? Zeke but, and Derrick Henry? Like, I think Derrick Henry is just like when Derrick Henry. You can't was talk about his, success. None of those guys have done anything. When Derrick Henry was at his best, it was like he's one of the greatest NFL running. Like that season, he was arguably the best running back ever. Yeah. Kind of curious. Um, dude, ready for this? Are question. you ready for this? Yards? Derrick Henry right now, 8,226. Zeke, 8,215. Bro, they're 11 yards apart. How many carries apart, though? Doesn't matter. Uh, rushing touchdowns, 70, <laughs> 78 for Henry. But Zeke had way more receptions. So he's, you know, you got to versatile. That. Way more receptions. I can't believe I hit that number right away. I was like 11. I was like 11. Yeah, I was just so. So busted. is there a running back active outside of those two that's a Hall of Famer? Uh, I, I, besides, I would. I would besides J.K. Dobbins, I would say. <laughs> I would say McCaffrey. I would say uh, he's not. He's not. You don't think McCaffrey like based off the what the kid's done going into this year? We we had him as a bust. We had him as like oh he was really good and he'll never play again. But McCaffrey, definitely not a Hall of Famer yet. No way. What about? Aaron Jones. I, I know who's a fr Frank Gore. I know he's not playing anymore, but he's a, he's a Hall of Famer. He's going to go in, right? So you'll say the running backs never make the Hall of Fame again. Peterson, Frank Gore, those guys. Well, are no, in. I'm I'm just saying it's going, oh, going to be, forward. It's going to be very hard for a running back to yeah, make the I Hall mean, of look, Fame. Yeah, I mean, look, I think the I think the average of of life expect life expectancy of a running back is like three years average. Yeah. So the fact that Zeke has played six seven, he's exceeded that completely. And the workload that this dude has taken on, yeah, nobody. Yeah, maybe I don't think there's cook. anybody out there denying that Zeke is a good, was a good, a very good NFL running back. I think what people were saying is that Zeke was overpaid for the last four years. It was a bad contract. That, that maybe Cowboys fans valued him a little too much. At least some, because there's definitely a faction of Cowboy fans that were like very displeased with the contract. Which I was even unhappy when the Packers signed Aaron Jones to the contract. I wanted them to just let him walk. I'm happy they did, and it worked out. But. Nah. But not really. You got no, nothing out of it. So, uh, again, that's just the, the difference between you and I as far as uh, our allegiances of our teams. Like, I'm a big Zeke guy, and it's going to hurt me and my heart to see Zeke cut. If Gutenkust went over there and said, hey, Aaron Jones, you're out, you would feel nothing. I would feel it. I, I would always <laughs> like Aaron Jones. I would be like, oh, that sucks. But I understand that. Yeah, we all understand the, the business. The sport. I get it. So I'm a Packer fan. Right? So it's like. This is probably the right thing That's to do. That's the same conversation I hear about, are you a Cowboys fan? No, no, no. Are you a Dak fan? Not, but I'm not going about it that way. That's just how I approach it. It's like, okay, I'll I'll take it. They signed Aaron Jones. I wasn't like, are you kidding me? I wasn't, I didn't throw a fit. <laughs> but I was like, all right, looking at it, from, if I'm the GM in a vacuum, I'm not, I'm not, I don't care about the fans. I do not care. Wow. You do a little bit, but realistically, you don't. You know, you got to do the hard, you got to make those hard choices, especially in the NFL. And... Bro, like, there's, there's certain things. It's like Pat Mahomes finally broke the mold of, of a quarterback winning a Super Bowl on his second contract without, re without a restructure. That hasn't happened ever, right? So there's, there's trends in a league that, that NFL GMs will not get behind, but the ones that do, they're going to compete every year. Yeah. Every year. Um, a couple quarterbacks on this list, by the way. Um, there, she did list Michael Thomas as a 
uh, uh, potential cap casualty. Didn't he restructure already? I didn't see that. Uh, This article came out today, so she would have said it. Uh, Carson Wentz is on this list, along with Jameis Winston, as two guys to cut. Now, obviously, Jameis Winston's a clear cut if Derek Carr lands in town. Yeah, then Winston's out of a job. Carson Wentz, they're already talking Sam Howell for the future and a potential reunion with Taylor Heineke. Who knows? But, like, I'm looking at Carson Wentz. Is Carson Wentz the biggest? I understand he had that MVP-like season. He got hurt. This is my last topic of the day, and we'll get out of here. Carson Wentz, which you know I publicly love to bash because I just think that the Wentz-Dak comparison was just ridiculous from the gate. Just but, like the Dak-Jalen Hurts comparison. I mean, who the hell is comparing those two? Well, I could probably pull footage where I said, Jalen Hurts is better than Dak. <laughs> and you'd be like, well, are you kidding me? <laughs> just like that? Blue <laughs> gasket smoke out of the ears the whole nine. No smoke here. Um uh, what was I saying? Now you get now Carson you got to go Wentz, around though. Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz is he one of the biggest busts you've ever seen drafted that high no. since since Jamarcus Russell? Like, like bro, I know the one MVP season Zach gets Wilson. hurt. Zach Wilson's been there for a cup of coffee, but Wentz has been in the league since 2016. Um, Seven years of I tried garbage. To like like classify busts and like they're all really bad. But Carson Wentz was arguably an MVP before he got hurt. That but after year. that, you he did never it. heard he did of it, a good he thing again. He at least did that. Well, yes, RG three bust. You know, he played one good season. It's a very similar comparison. Yeah, but his year. coach drove him into the ground. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like RG um, 3s career was cut short by a bad head coach and an injury. Or injuries that he couldn't get back. That he couldn't get away from because of the coach. But also, um, I just I don't have a list of like the busts in front of me. But there's we'll go over it one day. There's been some bad ones. There was coming from where he's at. If if he was getting drafted out of like uh, Alabama or something, but you know. Where's he? North Dakota State or something? I mean, something, yeah. something of that effect. But he was drafted so high, is what I'm saying. Like he was yeah. drafted. Ah. <laughs> you like that? <laughs> just so high, just like my voice on that moment. All right, look. All right, we're done. Yeah, we're out of here. So do us a favor. Follow us right now on social media and my squeaky voice right here. TikTok, Ooh. Instagram, Twitter, at Mojo, M-O-J-O. And you can also join the Discord. Um, and you know, it's funny, uh, as I'm like, reciting this discord thing discord uh, go follow us on discord our friend jorge was here yesterday helping you out helping us out with the studio and he said he was about to walk into the studio and he thought we were having a normal conversation but we were actually recording do i have a different voice when i'm talking on the air than normal talk do i put some extra oomph in it like a bass like it depends honestly like if me <laughs> and you were just having like a normal meeting about a pre-show meeting then you're a little quieter but if there's people in the in the building, if there's an you're, audience, you're, you're I am delivering you're, you're, for you. Say it with your chest. <laughs> oh yeah! All right. Anyway, let's get out of here. Thank you guys for watching. We appreciate it. Tomorrow we'll go over the NBA results. Another full slate of the NBA. It is a feel good football front, and it's really not, but maybe it will be. Who knows? We'll see what breaks tonight. Thank you guys for watching. For Dave Sturgeo, Chris Gucci, A5, Anthony Behind the Glass, this has been another installment of the Mojo Market Report. We'll be back here tomorrow on a Friday.